3: Shoe the Doe audience is recorded in front of a live internet audience. Oh,
2: yes. Shoe the Doe audience is recorded? Did I say sense? son? Yes.
3: Oh, baby brain. Baby brain! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the perfect intro.
1: To do the show. I mean, shoot the dough with Erin and Danae. Streaming on Mixler every Tuesday at noon, Central, or available to download later on your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Erin and Danae.
2: Well, how you doing, Danae?
1: Obviously, I'm a little wackadoo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you feeling all right? You're like three months away, right? Like yeah. This is happening. You're getting into the last trimester now.
3: Apparently, it gets worse.
2: That was that was good. Good pun. I like it. What? Apparently, I didn't, didn't mean even, to do you that. You didn't even put the A on it. You were like, apparently.
3: That's funny. That is funny. I didn't mean to be clever like that.
2: Oh, no, you own it. You just got to own it. Danae. I can't
3: own it. <laughs> I don't want to lie. I don't want people thinking I'm that clever.
2: <laughs> um, I it's it's certainly going to define this year of your life, right? Like there's this
3: next section. Yeah, yeah is going to be pretty intense because I read a lot. Uh, I have an app that I check in on every day just to kind of see what's going on. It gives me kind of a gauge of what's happening with Iris, which is the baby's name, in case I haven't said that on the show yet. We're naming her Iris. So it kind of lets me know like her development, what she's going through. Yeah. But then there's like these articles. It's like, it's about to get worse.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why would you say that? And that's what people tell you, too. Oh,
3: yeah. It's like,
2: anytime you say, oh, this is happening, everybody's like... Oh, just wait. Yes. It's going to get worse.
3: That is what everyone's... on My growth, like my my belly and my body changes.
2: I think they mean it to be encouraging.
3: I'll make a reference to it because of where I'm at. And -hmm. and nobody meets me where I'm at. And maybe this is a little bit complainy. And I have to apologize. I think I'm cranky today.
2: (laughs) You are a little feisty. (laughs) If you listen to the exclusive pre-show, if you're a patron and you have access to that, you're
3: a little bit cranky. I have a bit of a tube today. Um... (laughs) So I apologize if it comes across negative, but that is something that has been, I don't know, I do like what you say. I, I try to, like, recognize that people are just trying to be positive.
2: Yeah. but not, I think they're trying to encourage you to, like, be ready. You but know, not like
3: one time has someone just been like, wow, I know it's crazy, right? Instead, they one-up, and they're like, oh, just wait. Just wait until, and then they insert some crazy thing right. after it. And I'm like, I just want to be in my moment. It's
2: a very human thing to one-up. It is such a human... In fact, it's one of the things... We do radio, right? It's one of the things they try to teach you right away when you're doing radio with somebody else Not is to do. don't one-up them. Let them have... Do you know why, Aaron? Why?
3: Nobody wants to hear it.
2: Right. No, I think you're right.
3: So, so maybe just be like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I remember that happening to my body too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, instead of finding a story that's better or, you know, something in your life that was, you know, more extreme or whatever. It's
3: been really hard for me to decide to even say that out loud because I'm trying really hard not to think about anything negative happening because mm-hmm. there really hasn't been much negative at all. I've had a really pretty cool, easy time so far, which is great.
2: Yeah. Well I'm glad. Thanks. I'm glad your time's been easy. I remember the first trimester you dealt with some sickness and that kind of stuff. So just a little bit. But yeah. It didn't last long. Yeah. Really,
3: genuinely, and then compared to some of my other friends who are pregnant, I've got it way easy.
2: Nice, yeah, it's a good good deal. There yeah. are
3: things I could tell you, but it's all personal and very weird and body <laughs> nope, stuff. No, nope, you don't need to. I don't think people like to hear about nah, that either. Probably not. No one-up conversations and no talk about what's <laughs> happening on the inside of my body.
2: <laughs> um, it's funny. My life is changing this year too, in that about the same time that you are bringing your first child into the world. I am sending my first child off to the world.
3: Oh like my
2: oldest is graduating this year. It's a circle so. <laughs> of life. Thank you, Elton. I very much appreciate that. I've always been very practical about I my opinion has always been awesome. That is that exactly it's a circle of life. Go do it. Like right. get out of here, you know?
3: But not in a negative way.
2: Not in a negative way at all. Like this is what I've prepared you fly for fly birdie. Fly birdie fly. Yeah, exactly. But I know my, with my wife, it's going to be a little more treacherous than that. Like, there are going to be a lot Aww. of emotions. And and maybe, maybe I'm unaware of my own emotions that will, you know, happen then. But I'm really excited. You
3: should do what I'm thinking about doing, Erin. What's that? Making a life-size pillow. So, like, when Madeline dies, my, my St. Bernard, when uh-huh. her last day comes, I want to create... Have made for me a life-size stuffed animal version of my dog. Uh-huh. You should make a life-size stuffed version of your oldest child and give it to your wife, and can- that way she can still have him around. She can put him up on the couch. <laughs> Such a creepy and she awful can set idea on the for toilet. a human.
2: And let's just clarify: you're not talking about taxidermy. No, Madeline, I think it's important. Was that, that we, not clear? No, I don't know that that was hundred percent clear.
3: I'm so glad that you just clarified that, because in the chat, I'm just seeing the word "creepy" pop up, and I'm pretty sure that's in relation to what, no, I, no, I did not mean with her actual no, you mean body. A stuffed animal.
2: Yeah, I mean like not a, a not a literal stuffed animal. Oh my goodness. Well, you ready to shoe a (laughs) dough?
3: Aren't we all ready shoeing the dough? Well,
2: let's let's shoe some more dough.
3: We wanted to quickly just say, hey, we're sorry that we're doing the show a bit late this week. We had some crazy stuff happen, Mm -hmm. including a blown tire.
2: Oh my goodness. Yeah. This week has been just Thing after thing, sick kids and tires that don't want to stay inflated. We were on
3: our way to a really important meeting. So important that Aaron wore a suit jacket. Yeah, I did. So I was in a dress, he was in a suit jacket, and the van pops a tire um on the highway. On the expressway. So-
2: and not only on the expressway, on an expressway where there is no right shoulder. <laughs> so doing what I thought I was supposed to do, because you're supposed to pull off to the right, I am still in stopped. In the right lane of an expressway. Now, thankfully, there's a... like it's a third lane. It's not a blind... You know, people aren't coming on me blind. There's a long yeah. straight away behind me.
3: Yeah, the lane that we were ha- taking up half of was technically a very long turn lane. So mm-hmm. people who use it are about to turn on to the next out, you know, right. the next road. But there was... It was we right up against the rail, and... Cars are just you know zooming by, so we limped across to the left side because as- there was at
2: least a shoulder there.
3: Yeah, which was awkward, and then we had to exit in traffic in our you know nice attire and have the people we were having a meeting with.
2: Good one attire.
3: Come pick us up. I didn't mean to do that either. <laughs> Man, I am accidentally amazingly clever today. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> so that was an interesting experience, but yeah. all that to say. Our apologies for starting the show late, um, but hopefully- I didn't tell
2: you what the guy at the tire shop said.
3: What did he say? He's-
2: drove on that one for a while, did you? <laughs> Apparently, the tire had like wound all up inside the.
3: We didn't do- go too far. Nah,
2: we drove a little bit on the expressway before we. Like I was in denial for a good five you seconds. Were- I was like, "That's somebody else, right?" And then the whole the whole van is just like vibrating. I'm like, "Man, that's us." <laughs> I
3: think at one point you're like. Can we make it?
2: (laughs) I was. (laughs) Like, no, man. We were so close to the exit. And then but then we did limp across the road or whatever. I think that's probably when it got like all caught in, was when we decided to go ahead and limp across the road. And it was a limp. Oh yes. It was
3: it was uncomfortable.
2: Yeah. But that is why your podcast is arriving just a little bit later than usual in the week. But that's one of the reasons. Uh yeah, we're gonna have a good time though. We've got a guest with us today. Hey, Google, introduce yourself.
1: I'm your Google Assistant.
2: So uh, the Google Assistant's going to be hanging out with us today. Uh, Got a Google Home, and so we're going to have some fun with that. If you are listening live and you have any questions <laughs> for the Google Assistant, um, just let us know, and uh, we'll ask Google uh, during the podcast uh, if you throw some questions at us. Uh, hey, Google, what should you do when you get a flat tire?
1: Put on your spare tire. Either way, it's best not to patch it yourself. Just get your spare on and drive to a service center for repair because you can do more damage to the tires, casing, and integrity. Once you have your spare tire on, bring the flat tire to a Cal Tire location near you. To read more, <laughs> look for the link in your Google Home app.
2: There you go. So that's how that's how our guest works. We're going to have some fun with uh, with her later our on guest in the show. Our
1: takes no uh,
3: visual cues to stop.
2: <laughs> that's right. We
3: just have to let her keep going, or we can, we can shush her up if we need to. I thought
2: she was going to finish with Put on the spare tire. I was like, yeah. yep, that's, that's what you should Which do. we should
3: mention, one of the reasons that you didn't put on a spare tire was because was you so would have been right up against yeah. traffic because we were on the left-hand side.
2: There was no way we were doing it while we were in the lane. No. And then even when we pulled over to the other side, the tire was too close to traffic to, to be safe. The so. van was towed. So yeah, we had it towed. Got a new tire put on. Uh, so we'll have some fun, play a game with uh, our Google Assistant later. Uh, but
3: first, oh like, hey, hold on! Uh,
2: okay. oh, wow, that is the first time that's happened. Like I was mid, I was middle timey news guy. Like I was winding up, you shut me down. <laughs> I was wondering if Google.
3: <laughs> I want to go back and listen to the noise that you just made. I don't
2: think I made a noise. It was close. <laughs>
3: I was wondering if we could ask Google to make the old-timey news noise.
2: You can try, but I'm sure she's going to tell you she can't help with that. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I don't even know how to ask the question. Hey, Google, can you make an old-timey news reel noise? Sorry, I'm not sure how to help with that. Yeah, she doesn't. Useless. (laughs) (laughs) From the corners of the world, news continues to happen. We will search for the news we think should be said as we... Peruse po- the, Rose! the, the news! news. Take that, Mr. Road Construction! <laughs> Sorry. Was it Road Construction's fault that we blew a tire? Well, no, it's just they're working on one of the major roads that you I always to- take, <laughs> and it's just one... Uh, that is the villain of my life right now, so we're road going okay. with that. Okay, there you go. Uh, Tanae, why don't you kick us off? What do you got?
3: Go- walks into an Oregon 7-Eleven and helps himself to some... Skittles. Sour Skittles. I saw that. I saw that. I love any news story that has an animal, like sometimes mm-hmm. birds, like yeah. these will walk in and grab I think bread. last episode,
2: we talked about like a seal that decided to like sun itself on the local vehicles.
3: And someone's just standing there like, okay, what do I do? The goat is wearing a collar with it, what looks like a tag. I think it's someone's pet. It's
2: a pet goat. Is it? I mean, I, it I guess. It looks like a pet goat. I know nothing about this, so don't take anything I say as, as any kind of uh, fact. But it, all I know is that we live amongst nature. And sometimes nature doesn't know how to interact with us.
3: So Caitlin Lund was at the store when the goat started snacking, uh, going on to a snacking spree. And it was her video that went viral with over 4 million views at this point. She says, at that point, I'm thinking, dude, does no one realize there's a real life goat in here? And where's your mom? <laughs> it turns out the guy checking out right next to me was the owner of the goat, which I found out a couple of days later when I went in again.
2: Well, it is one of my biggest uh, pet peeves is pet peeves yeah
3: did you do that on purpose yes see that's because you and, are the clever one Aaron. and
2: i also did this on purpose one of my major pet peeves is when uh, people don't watch their kids at the store so
3: oh my <laughs> goodness wow wow like all on purpose it's all on purpose wow. yeah that's
2: amazing <laughs> um ha- have you seen the bird that goes in and just grabs bread from this certain store and does it Every once in a while, a goose. Yeah, I think it's a goose. Yeah, just goes get a loaf of bread every once. You don't mess with geese.
3: You just let them do their thing. Yeah, I I did see that one.
2: And I think of the monkeys in India. I think they have this uh, like monkey shrine where all these monkeys live in the city, but they just they venture out and go take things from people and
3: like cameras. Yeah, like
2: it's so funny because they'll wait for somebody to turn their head and they'll grab their coffee and run off with it and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Animals, man, they know what's up.
3: Especially monkeys. Don't they mess know with monkeys.
2: Up. Don't mess with the monkeys.
3: That's pretty much it for this story.
2: Uh, my first one's a little more serious. We we like to, you know, delve into, you know, the hard news and the weird news all in the same thing. But we have to talk about the fact that Donald Trump is getting inaugurated Do we? this week. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we have to. All that right. is, I I'm mean, ready. I'm ready uh, here. Here's the thing for me. There's There's two things I would say about this without getting overly political. Uh number one is I still am having trouble believing it. Like I still when I really think about the fact that Donald Trump, host of The Apprentice, former host of The Apprentice, is our president, I cannot make my brain make it make sense. Like I just like it's so weird to me. Do you still deal with that or if you like I'm in denial. Yeah, I don't know if it's denial or just that it's so strange.
3: And it's not really about who I voted for or what right, was right. all that it's just The character of this person is so different than any other president I've experienced. Exactly. His tweet just a couple of days ago, dropping F-bombs and insulting everybody who's his hater. And it was just like, I can't, that's, it's just hard for me to, to believe that we have this reality TV host person that is, is like actually going to be repping our country. I'm concerned.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we're both concerned, but that's the other thing I would say that's two parts of, of my two parter. The second part, uh, I think it was Tom Hanks who said something very similar. My approach is to respect the office and then hope against hope that he is not the person that I think he is. You know what I mean? Like the hope against hope that he does some good for the country and for the people of the country that, you know, if, if the rhetoric is the problem, like if his heart isn't the problem, the problem for me is often rhetoric comes from the heart. Usually it does, but if it's just rhetoric and not a heart problem, That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that he really does care about everybody in this country and that, you know, he can do some good things. That's my hope.
3: Cool. I hope so, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It is treacherous to talk about, isn't it?
3: It's difficult. Because people believe
2: different, you know, like, I mean, it's, we're such a dichotomous country on this kind of stuff and makes it more difficult. We can move on. I just thought we should bring it up.
3: It's probably true. Donald Trump
2: will be the President of the United States, before this week is over.
3: That's a good segue to mine, which says scientists feed cows onions to make them stop farting so much methane. <laughs> so,
2: Chew the dough in 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> From presidential conversation.
3: Methane to- gas makes up 11% of America's greenhouse gas emissions, although it's up to 84 times more potent than carbon dioxide. Uh. That's is interesting. It's all according to the Environmental Defense Fund. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So as has been reported before by Gizmodo, around 20% of our methane emissions come from the uh, cows that are belching, farting, and pooping. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So chemicals found in onions and garlic have been shown to decrease methane emissions and change the chemistry of kind of the whole compound. So now they're going to be trying to give them onions and there's several studies that have demonstrated the transmission of onion flavor to milk after the intake. So they're trying to figure out making sure that the milk doesn't taste like onions Mm -hmm. afterwards. Because milk has to have a good flavor and attractive appearance. I don't want onion flavored milk.
2: I'm, I'm, But I also, you know, cutting down on the methane would be good.
3: Random side note, um, if you're listening to this relatively soon, in 2017, today is the 19th of January. We have until the 31st to go to boughtmilk.com and you can put in your name and your email and you'll be emailed instructions on how to redeem or whatever, 10 to $20 uh, back if you've purchased any milk products since 2003.
2: Yeah, there were, uh, a lot of the major dairy manufacturers agreed to price fix and they did some pretty awful things to make sure the price of milk low. Yeah, it's terrible know, stuff. It's really awful so, stuff.
3: Um, There are like 15 states, I think. So if you're in any of the 15 states that are mentioned, it's all on that website, boughtmilk.com.
2: If you bought milk in those states, even if you never lived there. So, you know, maybe you were vacationing there or something Mm -hmm. and you bought some milk. I bought cheese. No, that's a dairy product. Did
3: you buy milk, Karen?
2: Oh, I've bought so much milk. Your boys need milk. Uh, This is since 2003. And two of the states were Michigan and Missouri, which are the two states I've lived in then. So I have... I, I think I should be able to get like millions of dollars. Can
3: I ask this. you how many gallons of milk you think you've purchased since since two thousand three?
2: Currently, we purchase about six gallons a week. Are um, you kidding? No, no.
0: Oh.
2: <gasps> <laughs> listen, cereal. Are you serious? And yeah, it's just our boys go through milk. They love milk. I, I'm guessing. I am
3: so shocked right now. <laughs> I am sorry.
2: Welcome to my life. I have three teenage boys. It's not just milk. It's all sorts of stuff we have to buy. That's a lot of milk. Yeah. Probably about four boxes of cereal a week. Something like that.
3: So are you're excited that your son's going off to college.
2: (laughs) See? There's another reason. (laughs)
3: Uh...
2: Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, over the course of 14 years, I mean...
3: I have not. I would have to do the
2: math, but
3: I have not purchased milk in probably eight years.
2: I'm guessing I've averaged at least two gallons a week in that time, at least. So if I average two gallons a week, let's this just is say just for fifty your personal weeks in.
3: Consumption? It, no,
2: no, 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 oh, for oh, my family. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I'm guessing we've bought a hundred, about a hundred gallons a year, on average. So for fourteen years, let's so just say fourteen hundred gallons. Is
3: it upsetting to you that you're going to get like ten or twenty bucks back for all <laughs> right. that? And I bought cheese once. <laughs> I'm going to get the same amount yeah, potentially. Actually,
2: I am kind of upset.
3: <laughs> you do not have to provide any like receipts or anything to participate in that. And again, you were supposed to you're supposed to get your name in by the thirty first, and you can fill one entry out per person that's purchased something in your home. Just so you know.
2: Uh, on to my next to peruse the news. Lucky puppy survives after swallowing eight inch knife. I Hole.
3: saw that, but I didn't read about it.
2: Yeah. What? So this is the x-ray is insane. Um, have you seen the this x-ray? Is some,
3: yeah, I saw the x-ray. This is something oh. my dog would do.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, like we said, animals, man, they just they grab stuff and they eat it. I. How do you even get that down, though? How do How do you even... You don't chew. Swallow that. You just gulp it. Um, she didn't realize what was wrong when her pup was choking, <gasps> so they took her to the vet, and there are several x-rays. It's insane. The full knife. It, I mean, it just... It takes up most of the dog's body, so... Did they,
3: did they have to just, like, do surgery, like... Oh, gul- yeah. Okay, okay.
2: Oh, there's no way you let that pass. No, right. no, no. It would have no, no. killed the dog. Right. So, yeah, they did surgery, got in there, and... <laughs> And took it out so
3: that's a crazy day at the vet's office
2: eight inch knife and this isn't a giant dog this isn't you know madeline size this is a this is a puppy was it a bread knife it looks like i didn't see what it's chef's knife oh because
3: that's what i was wondering too it came up in the chat and that was a good question what kind of knife was it because i I wondered if it was something that was just like a bread knife or something
2: it's it's a chef's knife it doesn't look dull
3: oh my goodness
2: Uh, it looks like it's missing the end looks like the tip is missing somehow Ugh. But um, Ooh. but yeah, they uh, they, it's a puppy bull terrier.
3: Well, I'm glad we're the puppy's glad. okay. We're all
2: glad the puppy's okay.
3: My next one um, is about a couple that can't stop laughing, and they posted this video as they were retelling the story, and it's gone viral. And I think this is kind of like a Chewbacca fast uh face mask lady situation mm-hmm. because her laughter became really viral because people just like to laugh.
2: There's something about it. There is something about genuine laughter that is so contagious and attractive.
3: So this is Chris and Rachel McQueen. Um, they are retelling a story after just leaving the OBGYN office. So it does deal with, you know, the exam. And I guess at the end, at the, towards the end of the exam, um, the doctor did not, like, select the right kind of, like, lubricant. Instead, right. it was hand sanitizer. So... <laughs> so basically during the exam that touches her in a very sensitive area. Uh-huh. And so she was like, Whoa, Whoa, what you put it there? That's hot. It's gotta go, <laughs> you know, like, so it's them trying to, it's them laughing about the experience and the husband talking about like what she was like from that perspective. And it is getting like a lot of attention right now. So if you want a good laugh and that stuff doesn't bug, bug you, I saw that. I like sharing things that make people crack up laughing. hmm so, Absolutely, that is over five and a half million views now on Fun Facebook. Stuff.
2: Uh, here's my final peruse: of the news. Girl held at gunpoint refused to give up chicken McNugget. Good for you, the police say.
3: Good for you. Hold your ground. No,
2: <laughs> give them whatever they ask for. Today <laughs> is the is the exact wrong thing. Uh, uh, really? You give certainly give them a chicken McNugget. No,
3: I mean really. That this happened, not really. Oh long. yes, yeah. No, no this I really agree.
2: With
3: you. I was being facetious.
2: She was thirteen.
3: Okay, maybe her priorities are a little out of whack at thirteen. And
2: a boy demanded she give him a McDonald's chicken nug- McNugget at gunpoint, and she smacked down the gun and told him no. So, so
3: she's that's that's, that's some desensitization. Like she's she doesn't even fear the gun.
2: Yeah. So this these are these,
3: she fears the lack of McNugget.
2: Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing that makes it a little more understandable. They are classmates. So they probably have some sort of so he may have been kidding a little bit like it, it wasn't like a it's robbery It's
3: really funny to pull a gun on someone It's not
2: it's awful and you know there should and will be consequences to that choice but but you can look at it and go okay
3: So she wasn't afraid of this person cuz she right, knew him
2: Right exactly it wasn't like a you know a gunman with a mask on came in the McDonald's asking for a McNugget
3: Which makes more sense cuz in my head I'm like how does this even happen
2: Right so that's kind of the the background of the story still listen if you are ever in a situation where somebody is robbing you, give them everything they want. Period. End of sentence. And then get out of there.
3: Thank you, Aaron, for that service <laughs> announcement service announcement.
2: Let's talk a little bit about Patreon. We've got Patreon supporters. They're called patrons, and they start at about three dollars a month. And those people actually make this podcast network possible. So the network that Shoe the Doe is on. Uh, is because of people just like you who said, you know what, $3 every month isn't a lot. I can help them do what they do. And because of that, we're actually uh, able to do some pretty cool podcasts.
3: It's like crowdsourcing, you know, so our fans support us. And for those of you who are patrons, we appreciate you as we try to say every single week. Thank you for giving monthly to make this possible. Uh, If you would like to check out more about how you can support us, you can go to the website patreon.com slash studiodna. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash studiodna.
2: And you'll have access once you are a patron to the patrons only podcast feed, which you can pop in your podcast player and get all the bonus episodes that uh, other people don't get to hear. So you can check that out there. Let's go on to game time for this episode of Shoe the Dough. And we've got a special guest, as mentioned. Uh, Our Google assistant is here with us uh, via my Google Home device. If you want
3: to see a picture of her, I posted it in
2: band. And found out, uh, you know, just a little before the show was going live, that she would play games with us. So we're going to have her play a game. We don't know what's going to happen here. No, We we, We are clueless (laughs) as to what this is going to be, but Google's going to take it away. Hey, Google, can we play a game?
1: We can play Lucky Trivia, Mad Libs, her crystal ball. What do you want to try? Lucky trivia? Lucky trivia. Game show time. Okay, okay. I'm going to psych myself up now. Stay calm. Sorry, not you. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <Hi. What? laughs> this is great. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to Are You Feeling Lucky? It's a rhetorical question. It's also the name of this game. i'm your google assistant the host of the show how many are out there two two contestants all right we've got five rounds to get through let's get to know you contestant one what name do you go by Aaron. welcome to the game your game name
2: is middle school
1: you can use your regular name outside of the game and contestant two what are you called
3: human very
1: pleased to make your acquaintance thank you from now on i'll call you kid money Thanks everyone. Let's play. Middle school is first. It'll be over before you know it. But if you want to end the game early, say stop. It's about food. True or false, Play-Doh was accidentally invented while trying to make an apple pie.
2: Uh, true. Am I supposed to answer? Uh, no. Uh, I can't believe we're playing true Not or false. this
1: time. The answer is, in fact, false. Here's one for kid money. Here's your question. Answer this. True or false, Mickey and Minnie Mouse are married. True. Mm, Great answer. You got it right. I am so smart. Round two starts now. Okay, let's go to middle school now. It's time for your question. The subject is math. What's 40 minus 24? 7, 16, or 5?
2: 16. Talk about middle school.
1: (laughs) Good, middle school. Good. Here's one for kid money. This is your question. This one's about geography. What's the capital of Morocco? Algiers. Tunis. Or robot. Yes. One more time. What's the capital of Morocco? I have no idea. Algiers. You gotta guess. Tunis. Or robot.
3: Robot! I like robots. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.
2: <laughs> I love that we have a studio yep, audience it. now.
1: I like the tuba. Now on to round three. <laughs> Do you? On to our next contestant, middle school. Thank you. Here's your question. Oh, okay, It's right. time for a TV question.
2: Ooh, I like TV. Charlie
1: Harper, Walden Schmidt, and Alan Harper are characters on which TV program? Supernatural? No. SpongeBob SquarePants? Yes. Or Two and a Half Men? Um. Uh-oh.
2: Can you repeat the question?
1: <laughs> sure. The question is... Charlie Harper, Walden Schmidt, and Alan Harper are characters on which TV program? Supernatural, SpongeBob SquarePants, or Two and a Half Men?
2: Two and a Half Men. Yes! Take that, kid. Yes, great job. Whatever you are. Kid Money.
1: Kid Money. It's time for your question. This one's a blockbuster. Oh. Which actor plays Finnick O'Dare in The Hunger Games? Paula Malcolmson. Oh, Lord. Donald Sutherland. <laughs> oh, gosh. Or Sam Claflin. Oh, no. Who knows these things? Aaron. <laughs> One does. One more time. I do know. Which actor plays Finnick O'Dare in The Hunger Games? Paula Malcolmson. Donald Sutherland. Or Sam Claflin. <laughs> Sam
3: Claflin.
2: <laughs> Good job. Good job.
3: <laughs>
2: awesome. Way to go, Kid Money. The
1: point Thanks. goes to Kid Money. Well-deserved. That's two I've
3: guessed at.
2: Well-deserved, Kid Money.
1: Did Hold I win? Hold on tight. This is round four. Middle Middle school. school. Middle school rules. Your question is coming up. This one's about geography. Oh, good. True or false. There is a town in the U.S. state of Texas called Ding Dong. True. (laughs) Hey, you can't answer for me. Oh, I said Kid Money. No. Oh. You're welcome, Aaron. (laughs) I'm looking at the judges and they say, yes, Kid Money. You're up. This is your question. This question (laughs) is about sound. I think I hear an animal. Which one is
2: it? A, panther, a woodpecker
1: a woodpecker or a frog We'll say it oh it could be
2: a frog it could be
1: could you repeat the question I'm sorry I didn't know that I was out of turn
3: that didn't seem That's like okay. an answer
2: I
1: think I hear an animal which one is it a panther a woodpecker or a frog
2: what if it's a panther
1: a woodpecker <laughs> Deg Nebbit.: I guess you can't know everything Sorry. The answer I wanted was a woodpecker.
2: It hurt me say,
1: what if it's a panther? Aaron! <laughs> you took my point! Final round. Okay, let's go to middle school now. Your question is next. Let's all it's go to middle school. an animal question. What is a baby cockroach called? Here. A roachlet. A nymph. Or a pup.
2: A pup. Oh, man. You're wrong.
1: <laughs> Luck is not on your side this time. You got it wrong. The answer I wanted was a nymph. Kid Money, you're up. BG. Here's your question. Bacon, the no subject rain. Is movies. In the 1985 movie Back to the Future, oh who Lord. plays Marty McFly? Crispin Glover, Michael J. Fox, or Wilford Brimley? Uh, uh,
3: uh, Michael J. Fox, I think. Michael J. Fox.
2: Good job. I've gotten all of them right. Can't yeah, you have. You. Good job. You win. So winning.
1: What was that? A cow, that sound means the game is over. Here are the results. Kid Money, you win. Yeah, you I charged into this trivia challenge and took no prisoners. Mm. Because this is just a game, and there's really no need to take prisoners. <laughs> Shake hands with your opponent and play again, if you like. Do you want to play again? No. No. <laughs> All right. Thanks for playing Are You Feeling Lucky? Have fun out there. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much
3: interesting feature to have on your Google Home.
2: Yeah. And you've never a, done that before. Oh, I didn't even know that existed until right before the show.
3: Because you were like, what, what game would we you play We were talking about today? what
2: game we should play, and I was like, well, I definitely want to be called Middle School at some point, so. And I was we, like,
3: Kid Money is mine. Right,
2: right, so no. we should obviously do that. Um, you want to do a Mad Lib before we go? Okay. Let's try it out. Okay. Hey, Google, can we play a game?
1: We can play Lucky Trivia, Mad Libs her Crystal Ball. What do you want to try?
2: Mad Libs.
1: Okay, get ready to think of some words. I'm ready. I'm getting ready to think of words.
2: Google Home is deeply disturbing. I don't know why, but it makes me uncomfortable.
1: This is Mad Libs, the world's greatest word game. We'll fill in the blanks to make a story. This Mad Lib has 15 blanks in it. To quit early, say stop. Put on your thinking cap. First, an adjective. Red. Cool. Give me a plural noun. Platypi? Is that really
3: Platypie!
1: Okay. A noun. School. Great. An adjective. Isn't a, isn't peculiar an adjective? Peculiar. Just to make way sure. Way to go! Thank you. <laughs> that was a good Give one. Give me a plural noun. Chairs. Great. How about an adjective? Ridiculous. That's the way. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you put I need a another
2: adjective. On. Fascinating. Yeah, wanna
1: go with blue? <laughs> wow, you're great with words. A plural noun. <laughs> Park benches. <laughs> is that, is that, That's the way. Yeah. Is that That's, works. No that work. works. Does I that need way? an adjective.
2: Loquacious.
1: Really, Aaron? <laughs> nice one. Say a plural noun.
3: I'm looking up the word loquacious. Leave me alone.
1: <laughs> cool. <laughs> Tell me a part of the body plural.
2: A noses. Cool.
1: Four words left. I need an occupation.
3: Band instructor.
1: Okay. Give me an adjective. Frantic. Clever. I well, thank you. I need a person in room. Joy. She's Clever Yeah, sure. Like wall. I mean, Joy's last emotion, word. Technically, Give me an adverb. Adverb? Aaron. Thoroughly. That's the way. <laughs> You're all done.
2: All right. I can't wait.
1: Time for your Mad Lib.
2: I wonder what you picked up for Leave Me Alone. <laughs> the
1: title of this Mad Lib is Dolphin Speak. Okay. Humans have many red ways of communicating with one another. <laughs> Today we depend on TV. Cell reply to pi is not really platypi Andy school to get our information. <laughs> Dolphins may not use technology as is in the Pacific you learn after peculiar as ours, but they are highly advanced chairs with a ridiculous <laughs> capacity for language skills. They communicate by making fascinating noises that sound like park benches or sonar. <laughs> their loquacious sounds bounce off underwater. I'm looking up the word loquacious, leaving traveling <laughs> to the notice of other dolphins. This makes it easy for dolphins to alert their friends that there's a deep sea band instructor swimming nearby or to share the latest frantic gossip about joy. So the next time you're at an aquarium, listen Niagara bank to the dolphins. They might just be talking about you.
2: That wow. was horrible. That
1: was so neat. <laughs> no, one no. Do another Mad
2: Lib? No, no Google. <laughs> no Google.
1: That was so awkward. Okay, thanks for playing.
2: I love that it was talking about. I, I, I love that it was talking about how dolphins speak and it used the word loquacious, which is a great, which word. Is a great and word. And then it immediately falls up with. I'm looking, I'm looking, up, I'm looking up loquacious. <laughs> Not
3: now, up, Google. Loquacious. I'm looking up the <laughs> word loquacious. <laughs> I really enjoyed doing the show today with you guys. Uh, we did it at a different time as far as the live show. So if you would like us to consider doing the show at a particular time, that's kind of good for everyone. Let us know what your schedule is like. We can kind of choose yeah, to be a bit flexible and shift around a bit. So thank you guys for joining us for the live show. Those were who were able to join. And if you want to join for a live recording of Shoe the Dough or Sif Pop or anything on the Studio DNA podcast network, uh, we broadcast through Mixlr. So go to mixler.com, that's M I X L R.com, and then in the search field, search for Studio DNA and then sign up for getting a push notification either on your smartphone. Or you can get notified by email whenever we go live.
2: I also want to give a thank you to Chris Tilly. He did the music for this podcast, Shoe the Dough. So you hear that at the beginning and the end. So thanks to him. Uh, Of course, also big time thanks to the people that support this podcast at patreon.com slash studio DNA. When you support the Studio DNA Podcast Network, you support this podcast and others uh, and keep them going strong. Uh, Also, you can find out more information on all of that at patreon.com slash studio dna if you don't mind subscribing rating commenting at your local podcast player of choice that would be awesome as well people um, don't
3: know that we're here until you tell them that we're here okay that's right hey you should listen to this podcast because they spend 20 minutes talking to google home and it's awesome
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, if there's anything else you want to chat with us about you want to send us an email uh, you can certainly do that it's feedback at shoe the
3: Okay, Google, make me a sandwich.
1: You're a sandwich.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That's
0: how you use it, (laughs) Erin. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place.